This is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we've got a very exciting episode. We're going to talk about Vandenite, a beautiful red mineral. And uh, we are also going to talk about something that I believe it's pronounced Shatukite. Shatukite. And it is a beautiful stone that looks like flowers, sometimes called the forget-me-not flowers. We'll also do a little bit of talk on dinosaurs, a new creature uh, that has been displayed on caves that verifies these dinosaurs were alive the same time people were, and also uh, a new creature that was discovered. We're going to talk about diamonds on Neptune, also uh, a gold mine that was thought to be fabulous wealth proves to be fool's gold. We're going to talk about that wonderful Tanzanite discovery that you've probably heard about. And then, if we have time, we'll talk about the lost continent that has now been mapped. Also, we're going to talk about, real quickly, just give a shout-out to the Indiana Caverns being reopened. So before we get into that, guys, just want to encourage you to support all the Radical Rocks websites and activities and things that you can get involved in besides just the podcast, you can go to our blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com and I'll leave that uh, address in the description so that you can check it out. We have all our links on those blogs. There's several different blogs that are very educational. Some of these uh, lists of items and things are useful in your shop as well. Also, we've been migrating to the MeWe.com platform. You can find that by going to HTTPS, semicolon, backslash, backslash, MeWe.com, backslash, join, backslash, Radical Rocks. Or you can just go to MeWe.com and look us up at Radical Rocks. We'd love to have you come and check us out there. Also, we have uh, YouTube videos if you're interested in that format as well. All kinds of education. So, let's get right into it. Um, I want to talk about uh, the Tanzanite discovery. Maybe you've seen this. Uh, A lot of social media has talked about this fabulous discovery. This Tanzanian man becomes a millionaire overnight after discovering the two huge gemstones that are worth over $2.9 million in their rough um, condition. This uh, article, you can find this all over. Everybody's talking about it at uh, sciencetimes.com, and it was written on the 25th by Erica P. You can look at it there. Um, This man was a father of 30 children, he found this gemstone in uh, in Tanzania, and they actually have like a big wall around there um, because so much of the mineral was just walking off. So this is the only area in the world where they can find this uh, Tanzanite, and he um, sold this for 7.74 billion Tanzanite shillings, which is worth about uh, 2.9 million dollars. Um, that was traded for these beautiful violet blue stones about the size of someone's forearm. Um, he discovered these just by chance um, in this area. It's He says it's not going to change his lifestyle at all. 
He has some 2,000 cows that he takes care of. He wants to use the money to build a shopping mall and a school in his local community because they just can't afford it there. It's very poor. Um, He's 52 years old, and um, it says here that uh, this is the first Tanzanite gemstone that weighed 20 pounds, and the second one weighed 11 pounds. And before this discovery last week, the heaviest tanzanite ever found was 7 pounds. So this thing is a super-duper bonanza. Tanzanite is beautiful um, purple to blue gemstone, which originally was going to be called... um, uh, What the heck was it? A blue... um, I can't think of it. But it's a a zoisite, which is uh, kind of blue. But they were going to call it... eh, I can't remember what the heck they were going to call it. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. They originally didn't want to call it Tanzanite, but because of the area, it just seemed to make more sense. Blue Zoisite is what they were originally going to call it. Um, they said this area is only like two and a half miles wide and about a mile and 1.2 miles long at the foot of Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, just a beautiful stone. They feel that this stone will be depleted in about 20 years, so this could be a good investment if you can get a good deal on tanzanite so next let's talk about this wonderful gold mine at least they thought it was um, this was going to be in um, uh, the hills of harrow a band the ganjo tanker hills and they thought they had found um, tons and tons of gold and it turns out that this is just a fool's gold paradise. The article is on the tribune.com.pk and it was written on the 25th by Shamir Mandahiro and they said that unfortunately all this gold that they thought they had found here at the Indus River Belt is nothing but fool's gold. So kind of sad. Now I know fool's gold does have a little bit um, of gold in it, but, uh, sometimes, but, um, you know, it's really hard to get it out cause it's locked into the sulfites pretty tightly. So I don't know, they can sell the samples. Um, maybe they'll make some money off of that. That might be nice. All right, next let's look into some fossils and then we'll get into some more gemstones. Um, mysterious creature unearthed in Australia is this cousin of a wombat uh, the thing is huge they've got some uh, artist rendition of what it looks like you can see it at uh, cnet.com and um, that was written on June 25th by Stefan Panacasino and they have a description here they say it was about the size of a bear it had uh, teeth that made uh, it look like it was mostly a plant based diet probably uh, maybe even omnivorous and also, they said that this thing um, pooped in cubes. So talk about pooping a brick. This giant wombat actually did that, um, which is also a marsupial, about the size of a bear, a medium-sized bear. So pretty interesting if you're into fossils. Now, another fossil thing was not not really so much the fossil discoveries. They found them, found fossils before, but there's this cave um, that was found, I believe it was in South Africa. You can go to uh, www.nhm.ac.uk 
and this was published on the 28th. It's a giant extinct sloth lemur that uh, they found a picture of it in the cave. Um, very distinct. They've uh, the artist rendition and also the actual picture is here. You can compare the two. Um, they believe that they have uh, also there's also the bones of some of these creatures are in this cave. So there's very good evidence that these were hunted, and they feel that this might have been um, you know, alive up until just a thousand years ago, not even that long ago. So pretty interesting to find these creatures and actual rend uh, renderings or pictures of them in these caves by folks that uh, lived in these caves thousand years ago or even longer. All right, let's get into some gemstone stuff. Um, first thing I want to talk about is this is in Rock and Gym. You just go to rock, the letter N, gym.com, and um, they have a, what they call a parting shot. And this is a Shatukite, S-H-A-T-T-U-C-K-I-T-E. And it's forget-me-not flowers is what it kind of means. And this beautiful cabajon that they have a picture of here has a light blue background with these beautiful blue flowers that could be likened to the blue hydrangea with uh, green uh, that could look like the foliage and they're just an amazing um, looking stone here that was found and originated in Nambia in Africa it's a, a copper content that gives it this beautiful blue and green hues um, and the hardness of the piece they say it's not uniform, so it, that can be very hard to cut and and to uh, grind when you have that. Um, the article was put out on the 25th, and it's just, um, it says by administration, so they're not giving an artist any credit. But it says that these, uh, if they are um, ground just perfectly uh, and very carefully, then it, it just comes out really, really nice. you you got to check this out. Um, it, it's just a, one of the awe, uh, drop your draw, drop your draw type of uh, you know pieces of lapidary material that you'll find out there. All right, I want to go back to a um, couple other stories here. Now Neptune, they've been doing all these these experiments. They call it extreme physics to explore Saturn's rain, Neptune's diamonds. Now the article goes into all these anomalies that you can find on different planets. I'm not going to get into all of them, but the article um, was written on the 25th. It's in uh, it's at science.thewire.in, and you can look that up. It's entitled "How Scientists Use Extreme Physics to Explore Saturn's Ring and Nip Neptune's Diamonds." And what they do is they use this uh, compressed laser that uh, uses this super dynamic um, pressure. They've built this huge laboratory. It's got these high-powered energy lasers that fires a pulse of uh, light that just lasts a fraction of a second that strikes the, uh, tiny samples of the most common minerals in the universe, and they see what happens. Well, they're experimenting with the materials that they know that are on the surfaces of moons and planets and things like that and seeing what happens and uh, it's giving them an idea of you know what could happen and again um, 
they are finding when they do it with the minerals that would be on Neptune that they're getting these little nano diamonds. So they feel that uh, there's a very high probability that they would find diamonds on Neptune. So this is a great way of trying to speculate what they would find on asteroids, meteorites, and other things. And um, they will be able to verify how accurate these findings are as time moves forward. So you can check out that article. Uh, last continent, uh, before we get into our keynote on Vandenite, the lost continent of Zealandia. Now, this continent, it's been discovered since 2017, but they have mapped it and are showing some really cool detail. And, of course, they've uh, been looking down there and experimenting, and they're finding some pretty cool stuff. You can find this on uh, www.travellandleisure.com, and the article is dated June 24th by Stacy Liusica. And um, they have these maps where they're showing... Um, it's outside the of uh, New Zealand. It's to the bottom of it. They feel that this was once connected uh, between New Zealand and um, um, the Antarctica and Australia. They feel that it was about 85 million years ago. Um, there's videos here. You can check them scanning the bottom of the floor there. And they are finding that there is all these fossils uh, over... Um, several thousands of new species they think they're going to fall down there some 8,000 different specimens are studied and several hundred fossil species are identified and a lot of them are new ones that uh, they have not found before so pretty cool what they're finding there um, you can check that out if you're interested okay now let's go to our key note um, article and uh, as I pull it up here the Vandenite now one of the areas is uh, discovering a lot of Vandenite samples right now that are really spectacular is in Morocco. Now again, this is at Rock and Jim. Um, this came out on the 25th and is also no credit to the writer. It just says administration. There's a beautiful picture of some Vandenite here. They go into the history of uh, Morocco. They talk about you know actually being able to go on rock hounding trips there. They, they claim the country is fairly friendly and the people there are fairly friendly, but uh, it is kind of poor there. Um, there's, there's, you know, not, not the best um, equipment that they're using. They're not doing things that are really, really safe. But Vandenite, um, because of its beautiful colors and interesting crystals, is a favorite among mineral collectors. And uh, it crystallizes in a hexagonal system. It's commonly brilliant red to orange but can also be brown yellow and very rarely you can find it in white it is a uh, arsenic rich variety here uh, usually uh, or the I'm, excuse me the, not this isn't but an arsenic rich variety is typically brown to a silvery gray um, and the crystals can be barrel shaped short um, and they can be you know different variations of that can happen. Now, a lot of times these minerals are found in weathered zones of lead deposits and um, are very common. So you got to be careful when you're storing and displaying them uh, because the sunlight can cause them to get dark and dull. So you want to keep them out of direct sunlight um, 
But here they're finding a vandenite and they're digging these pockets down. They usually go about 60 foot down on a level and they can lower themselves on uh, just a cable with a rope and just kind of spin the guy down there. Kind of scary. But um, this um, vand, uh, vandenite is found um, about 144 miles southeast of a town called Rabet which is the capital of Morocco. So you can go down there and see that. They have a lot of different trip uh, trips. There's other minerals that are in the area besides vandenite that you can purchase and see. Uh, cobalt minerals, um, fluoropatite, um, copper minerals, large specimens, all kinds of things like that. Or you can just go to the mineral shows in Tucson if you don't want to travel all the way there. Um, also, there's some really big gym and mineral shows in Munich, um, Germany. So that's another opportunity if you want to check that out. Um, let's see. They talk about the mining uh, practices that, you know, this Vandenite here in Morocco is bringing in some $2 million um, since um, they found it in the last few years. So it is helping helping the community there. Um, and uh, they have a picture here of a gentleman here who is showing some of the pockets and crystals that he found. So I, although it is slowing down and there's not as much um, vandenite that's being you know dug up at this time, you can um, you can see see uh, that there will be some, and they feel that the rush may continue for a while. So this may be something you want to add to your collection. And down here it does give credit to an author. It says Bob uh, Far. Far is a writer and longtime collector of minerals, fossils, gemstones. So he gets credit for this article. It's at the very bottom. So that's about all we have for you today, guys. Please remember to check out our blog and subscribe to all of our um, social media um, on MeWe and at RadicalRocksUSA.blogspot.com. Remember, rockhounds don't die, they petrify.